0: Back to the digital social hour. I'm your host Sean Kelly, along with my co-host Ari Gold. Yo, yo. And our guest today, Zay Jones. Yo, what's up? How's it going? It's good, man. You just Pleasure had a great year,
1: man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love here. the
2: energy you walked in with. I'm telling you right now, I don't he know. Walked in with a chef. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what regiment this man's on. We're gonna about to find out because when he walked in, it was just vibes.
1: Oh, dude, Straight I'm vibes. happy, bro. I'm yeah. happy. I watched y'all stuff a little bit on Instagram. Oh and- yeah. It's cool to be here, so I Absolutely. really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yeah, I want to dive into your story, man. So we'll start from uh, we'll start from like high school, college. Sure, yeah. So you went to college. You're the Division One leading receiver ever, right? Were you oh, you recently? did your homework. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, um, so he leads all of college in receptions where are you yeah. from where are you from i'm
1: from austin texas yeah. okay
0: oh, all right see that's why
2: <laughs> that's why he, he built tough that's Te- why texas, texas football yeah,
1: yeah. yeah grew up in austin man born in dallas my pops played in the league for 10 years so i was around the texas scene of football um yeah. my brother was in it top recruit um i was kind of like the run out of the group though i didn't really get offered till my my senior year of high school okay and, I got offered by East Carolina, and I remember um, getting that offer and going there in my freshman year. I was like, I want to be the best player to ever come through this university. Mm. And, um, yeah, I I would be lying to you if I said my freshman year, I was like, I'm going to break all these records and do all this stuff. But glory to God, man, I I came through that university NCAA record holding all-time receptions for a season Mm -hmm. and in a career. Good to call finalists the goal was to be great
2: that's come on like, man he understood like, the uh, you know what i'm saying that's like it. the goal is to be great yeah. <laughs> you
1: gotta do. so i mean that's kind of how it panned out and then um that's sick got drafted drafted to the bills in 2017
0: what was it like on draft day did you know you were going to get drafted
1: yeah i mean i was i was certain i was going to okay. i mean there's a there's a you break all those records that get left on the bench bro. <laughs> right, right there's a. but there's did a- you know the team though No, no, no! I didn't. I actually didn't know the Bills were going to draft me. Who do you think it was? I'm curious. Los Angeles Rams. Really? Yeah.
2: And what was your number two thought?
1: Um, Cardinals. Okay. So at the time, I had worked out for the L.A. Rams staff at ECU, and they worked me out for an hour. So it was Hmm. like the GM, head coach, quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach. Everyone was there to work me out individually for like an hour and thirty minutes. Well, yeah, they didn't have a first-round pick at the time. Um, they had a second-round pick at number 37. That's mm. what they were slated at. Mm. And when it came closer to that time, when I fell, I guess, from the first round to the second round, uh, I was waiting by the phone, and I was expecting a call from them. And the Bills had actually traded up to the Rams pick at 37. Shit. And so I was expecting to go to – shout-out Coach Yarbs, who a mm. great coach, um, wide receiver coach for the Rams at the time. Uh, I was expecting to go there, and then the Bills got a call from Rochester, New York, and mm-hmm. they had they were selecting me. Wow! Get a jacket, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're ready. How different? How different is playing in the NFL versus college? Is it a lot harder? Um, I mean, at the foundation
1: of it, it's the same as far as like you play ball. And you got to carry that confidence, like no matter where I play ball, it's it's the same. But as far as like the ins and outs, the business it's side more of it,
2: tedious, and more detail oriented. Oh my
1: gosh, right. the, the time you spend to it, it's your craft now, it's your right. job now. So like every day is is more geared towards how I can become a better professional, right? And and so from that aspect of it, of like not going to class and doing all these extracurriculars, my time is spent and focused on football alone. Right. I, I believe that's what makes it. The separation and then obviously the talent level because now you're playing is the best of the best
0: right and not a lot of guys make it seven years in the nfl and you just had one of your best years yeah do you see yourself continuing to just develop your game and be one of the top receivers i would like to i'm um
1: i'm not really looking left or right or who's doing what but more so focused on my process and my growth has come later in my career and i cherish that mm. i think that's really special it's what made me who i am and it's so testament to your character brother you, yeah you haven't
2: stopped the hustle and the grind no nah. goes and, and that's what's important to you. yeah
1: i'm excited about it man Max. it's and I'm, I'm with a fantastic team fantastic coaching staff and he's mm-hmm.
2: still say, like listen to how he's talking about it that, that's that's the difference between playing a sport because you're getting paid paid to play <laughs> and playing something that you love to play right and this yeah. smile that he keeps showing and every time you <laughs> talks, like he can't stop i'm telling you right nah, now okay. that's that's someone who loves the game and when you you know get to encounter that yeah. and you truly are blessed enough to be special and chosen to do what you do mm-hmm. every day and love what you do and get paid to do it. You I feel appreciate that. that man. And he's got the yeah. he's got the love and appreciation and the respect for the game as far, mm. as, far as I do. I do. To, I
1: do. It, it wasn't always like that in the beginning. Sure. I came through my rookie season. It was really really hard on Talk me. Talk us
2: through that. Talk us through the challenges. Don't don't. <laughs> no, <it's>, listen, <laughs> no, I won't hold back. I'll you tell you. To, listen, you don't have to sugarcoat it. No, I won't. I, I won't. I'll, I'll won't. be honest with you. Because listen, there are. Hundreds, if not thousands of of people that when they hear stories like this, you know, they try to relate it to their own. So, uh, you know, there's even one or two people that you can tell the story to that are either on the same path or in in different journeys, but understand that this can help their process you know, why not explain to them the, the difficulties that you went through and how yeah. you overcame it?
1: I believe a true success story is the journey and the process not the end result. It's mm. not it's not the accolades that come along with mm-hmm. it, although they are a testament to what you've gone through. I really believe the process is the most beautiful part. And I didn't truly understand that in the beginning, I wanted things to be done quickly and how I thought I was supposed to to have them. I mean, coming off of being an NCAA record holder. Mm-hmm. And then when you face challenges and obstacles and setbacks and you tear your labrum Mm. seventh week of the season as a rookie and you're going up against the best it's like and you were starting at the time i was starting yeah it's like where's the hope this is not what i thought the nfl was supposed to be and Mm. then when i could take a step back and kind of reevaluate um and game plan okay i understand now what it's supposed to look like the outlook of it i understand the longevity of a season and how it's supposed to go is when I really got my bearings and really could enjoy football again. It took a it took a while. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm in a, a space in my life where I'm enjoying playing the game. I love the ins and outs of it again. Mm. I love watching film. I love seeing how I can get better. And this is one thing as I've grown that I've realized about myself is, like, I am comfortable with failing and getting back up to try again. Sure. You know, Man, I'm no longer. Thank
2: God you have the ability to do that. Some yeah. people get knocked down and don't even have no. the strength to get up.
1: I feel like if you want to be successful in anything in your life, whatever whatever it is, football, whatever the path is is like if you can be comfortable and not be afraid of failure and you can get back up and go out there again, then I mean, hats off to you. That's the person right. who really does it. That's awesome. Was yep.
0: the NFL always a goal of yours even when you were a little kid? It was
1: honestly to be to be honest on it was it was like a way of life for me. Mm-hmm. I always kind of had that confidence that I would be in it. Um, obviously knowing that there's a chance that it wouldn't happen, but I remember even being in high school as a young kid. Um, I'll never forget him, history teacher, Mr. Duarte. We had to go <laughs> to- him out. No, for real. We had, <laughs> we had to go to a, um, a lab one day and we had to fill out like college applications in a sense. Mm. And um, we had to sit there and type why we want to go to this school, the extracur- extracurriculars sure. that we did. And I looked at him and I was like, um, I want to get a scholarship. To play football mm. and i appreciate him for doing this is one of my favorite teachers i don't even know if you ever hear this or but he was like okay so teach me what that process is like and i was like well i'm gonna fill out these questionnaires so basically what it is is like you go on the school's websites you put your height your weight your 40 time things that you like your position mm. and he was like okay instead of doing college applications I will, I will allow you to do these questionnaires for these universities, but you got to promise me that you're going to be diligent about it, you're going to be thorough, that you're going to write them all out. And I was like, yes, sir, I will, I promise. At the time, I didn't have any offers. Mm-hmm. And so my mindset was still focused on I'm getting a scholarship to play football. That's just who I was. My, my dad had played in the league. My older brother had offers from everyone, and that was the path that I wanted for myself as well. Mm. And um, he allowed me to do that. And I, I held out, like, 50 to 70 of them from LSU to Baylor to Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon, Alabama, you name it. And, um, yeah, that was just at a young age, and I ended up getting my offer. And, I mean, to be here is purely by the grace of God, man, and hard work and dedication because everything is paid off my, for myself. So I didn't really go the route of, like, your typical college application and mm-hmm. and. Go intern or go get a job. My first job was actually in the NFL.
0: I want to know what it was like going from the Raiders to the Jags because yeah. when I met you, you were on the Raiders, yeah, and you seem really happy there. So what happened in between there?
1: Okay, so I came to the Raiders in 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, kind of had to get my my feet back under me. Uh, play with a great team there. It was really excited for the future there. I did. Did some amazing things with that group under um, Gruden and, and Bisaccia, mm-hmm. Um for those who are, know the coaches that were there. And um, I wanted to be back with the Raiders um, this past season. Um, a new regime had came in under Josh McDaniels and, and, and that group. And I guess I just wasn't really a part of the plans that they had moving forward, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine because when you get new regimes, they want their players. Um, it's a system fit. A lot of politics. You know? I got to ask, did you, you ever some. get a
2: script? <laughs> I know that's a, that that's a popular question. Everybody really wants to know. Tell
1: no, us. I I didn't get a script, man. I I don't know if other guys did. I guess I'm not that high on the payroll in chill, order to chill, get a, don't talk like in that. order to, talk. to get. Relax, relax, Ain't <laughs> Nobody
2: saying all that. I'm just asking if you got a script. No, that's I didn't cool. get
1: a script. I didn't get a script.
2: Blink, blink twice. oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no man Cut. but <laughs> the transition the transition was cool like that was my first time going through free agency
0: um was it a nerve-wracking process it wasn't nerve wrecking
1: because i knew that i did everything possible in my ability to which i was given in mm-hmm. order to prove that i i should be there sure mm-hmm. and
2: you knew you're going to go somewhere else it was just a question of where of where and uh-huh. I, you know at I'm that a- point you're 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 good enough of an or you're more of an established player that people regardless of if they need you or not you're you can be put somewhere and be a role player instantaneously yeah. so that's kind of the obviously that that's going to have a, a a play in your you know your confidence in the role but sure i feel like if it was me i'd i'd be more i wouldn't say scared but um intimidated at being traded to a team where i just either don't know anybody or You know, don't have any vibes or just don't. So Ari, that was
1: that was my first mindset. True, no impression of the league because I was traded from Buffalo to Oakland. Okay, and I didn't know the dynamic of what I was really walking into. Like, mm, I didn't I didn't have any control over it. Right, Right. and I wanted to be in Buffalo, but I was traded to the Raiders. So when I went into the Raiders, I went through to the furthest east coast team literally to the furthest west coast team
2: talk us through the first day transition i'm curious about that they just give you like a lunch pail and like get in the locker room bud no
1: i'll tell you <laughs> I, dude i honestly tell you so it was i was actually coming up off 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 day um the bills had just played the tennessee titans in tennessee and i flew back with the team and i was in the locker room and we did all that stuff i flew back with the team and I was at my house and we we're coming up on an off day, actually a bye week And I was going to plan to go to Toronto for the, for the weekend or for the week. And so I'm packing, I'm packing my bags. I'm getting everything settled. The GM calls me. I was like, Hey, how are you doing? Um, Cause I actually didn't play that much in that game. And I texted my agent. I was like, yo, um, I just want to know what's going on. Like, where do I fit? Am I, is there something I'm not doing right? Right. And you know, my agent is super great. Zeke Sandu, shout out elite management. He, Was like, brother, I got you. Don't worry about it. Like, we're going to talk through these discussions or whatever. The GM calls me, tries to put my mind at ease and was like, hey, you know, you're doing a great job. We're going to work things out. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, they're going to work it out. And so we hang up the phone. I'm packing my bags. I'm about to get in the car. I drive down. I'm like, because Buffalo to Toronto is not that far. It's like an hour and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I cross the border. I'm actually in Toronto. I'm about to get to my hotel. Um, I'm about to go to a place called Marble in Toronto. It's really good. Uh, shout out, Peter. Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a call from my, my GM. He's like, hey, Zay, um, I'm with Sean McDermott, which is the head coach. Yeah. Uh, who's still the head coach. Fuck. And he <laughs> was like, um, hey, just want to let you know, we're going to trade you to the Oakland Raiders. So I'm like. <laughs> what I'm the like, fuck happened to working <laughs> it out? Yeah, so I'm like.
2: Is that working it out?
1: <laughs> so I'm like, what's what's really what's going on? Like the, right. my first instinct was, what is this you a, do? Is this a joke? No, oh, I was well, like, is this a joke? Not in a, like a demeaning way. I just no, I've like, never been in that position right. before. Reality I didn't shock. I didn't really know how it happens. Right, and right, so right. he's like, yeah, we're gonna trade you to the Oakland Raiders. um So I was getting like really really emotional, just like a lot of things going through my head so i'm like i'm like okay explain this i'm like hold on explain this so they start explaining and then they start calming me down and was like hey like we think this is going to be best for your future we think this is what's going to be best for us and mm. they start talking about John Gruden and Mike Mayock who are great people with with the Raiders at the time but i'm like hold on i'm not talking about them like this is this is still my team but here's the catch it wasn't mm. you know cuz the deal was already done right And so as I'm talking to them, I'm in Toronto, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you turn back around? Where are you? You gotta get on a flight to fly out to go to to Oakland." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Wait, I'm on my bye week, though. Mm. You know, because my mind—I still haven't processed it." No. And so they're like, "Yeah, four days." (laughs) Yeah, they're like, (laughs) they're excited about you. They can't wait to meet you. And so my God, they're like, "Can you come back?" And I'm like, "So I make this." This hour and thirty minute trek. I mean, I just I just went, so I had to turn around, go across the border, and had to wow. go through customs and like explain why I'm <laughs> coming back. You know, I'm you like, You gotta tell them the dude at the dude at the customs is like, "Aren't you Zay Jones?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You play for the Bills?" And I'm like, not "I don't, anymore. I don't think so, not <laughs> anymore." <laughs> More, you're um, the first
2: person to find out, buddy. I, it's like, not, it was really, going to be popping for you tonight, Bucko.
0: No,
1: our, as as I'm driving, like my phone is blowing up Sports because center alert. They, yeah, oh, they're yeah. like. Shefty, was it Shefty? <laughs> no, was it Shefty. It no, wasn't me. Shefty. Shout out, shout out, Adam man. Hey, Adam's shout out dope. Adam Shefter. Still Adam's one of dope. the flyest in the game, bro. Adam's cool man, but I'm freaking got swag. <laughs> Let me just pause right there. The guy has swag. Shut up. I'm actually gonna send this to him when he gets it. Like Please, do. Uh, Please do. Please do. Tell it's him I'm a big fan. Cool, I'd love to shake his hand. Yeah, of That's course. Low. Of course. The guy's
2: got swag. I've only I've only been in the room around him and just seen how he 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 knows how to work a room. No, he does. And knows. he knows how to work around, and everybody knows. And get you know, they pay the respects and it's like watching an OG, you know, like mob boss kind of mob yeah. around. He's, All right. he's smooth like that. All
1: right, I'm gonna come back to this story, but I got another story for you. So Kidding. I'm in Super Bowl and I'm trying to get into one of these parties and it's like super security. They're like sure. we don't really know who you are, but like yeah. it's cool, whatever, you know, like I'm not not whatever, pressed. cool. Like right. whatever. I don't I don't need to try to exude any right. power or whatever, like okay, if I can't go to this party, I'll go to another I go to another one, not so. a big deal. Uh, Adam Scheffner walks up behind me. I've never met Adam before in my life. Um, really, really good dude. Adam's going in. I guess he didn't have his credential pass or whatever, or his family. And he's about to walk in the door. The guy stops him, like kind of puts his hand out in front of him. And I was like, Woo! I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And this is the Super Bowl party. So, you know, Adam has a lot of prestige. He carries a lot of weight, man. Like what yeah. he does is is really it's big. It's really profound across yeah. the league. Yeah, right. And so that's I, like
2: saying no to Oprah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I tell like, the guy, Oprah. Yeah. I tell the bouncer, I was like, hey, look, listen, like, listen to me. Look at me. If you don't want to let me in, that's fine. If you don't let this man in, I promise you, you'll lose your job by tomorrow. Maybe tonight. Yeah. Whoa. Easy. And so. Easy. The guy's like, okay, uh, who is this? I'm like, look, let me tell you, like, this is Kingpin when it comes to the NFL. As bro, far I would have just like, Google Adam Chapter. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So bro? Adam. Like- he lets adam go in the party and then adam goes in. he thanks me he shakes my hand he's like you know what like i'll never forget what you did and he's really really cool like super cordial like great guy hits me up the next day and it was like you know if you ever need anything so like i have a lot of respect for for adam it's um i would consider him to be a friend i've been on his podcast as well and i think he does a phenomenal job that's awesome yeah Yeah. dude
2: I, i i feel like there's there are few, far and few between when it comes to legitimate reporters and people who actually have the scoop. And I feel like if I've ever heard something come out and it says, Chef reports
1: about- Shefty reports. Yeah, Shefty. And when I yeah, see yeah.
2: that, I'm like, it's legit. Yeah. You know, you can't. He, he's not about to, you know, the guy is, is too meticulous to make a mistake like that yeah yeah yeah. so and you have to appreciate somebody and again it comes back to being great at your craft for sure you don't you don't end up doing this for 10 15 20 years if you're not the fucking best you You gotta be the
1: best absolutely
2: all right i gotta ask oh go ahead go ahead
1: okay i was just gonna come back to your point i know i can drag things out but um so i get that call i fly out uh to oakland so i got that call like 10 p.m i fly out at six Mm -hmm. so i pack like a little duffel toothbrush whatever i need like kind of smaller things. Oh, you though. left all your shit in? Dude, my whole life was there. Like, oh Friends, teammates, God. home, everything. So, so you got the whole house. Yes. Yeah, Alright, baby, it's just, here, just leave so, the keys. So <laughs> this is like my introduction to truly like, um, I guess the side that most people don't. I'm not even going to say the Wait, bad Wait, where stuff. did you hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, where the
2: fuck did you stay? Did,
1: did they give you
2: like <laughs> yeah, i I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm going to tell you. They give you a crib? Like, no, I'm going to tell you. I'm put tell you in a hotel?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I get on this flight it's like five, six hours, whatever it is. I land. They pick me up immediately. They take me to. They take me to the hospital because they gotta do their checks. They gotta make sure. They gotta make sure that like you know the player that they're getting everything right. is like a physical, physical is in order. You yeah, your physical. physical. So I'm in this hospital for about like two and a half hours. Not their fault. It's just the process, bro. Like you can't really rush it. They gotta check head to toe. What time is it right now? So now it's about. Let's say if I flew it out at six, that puts that at three and then it's like a six hour flight. So I'm seven know, o'clock. Like, like maybe like eight. Oh, okay. Eight, nine. So like now I'm like now you're like I'm ready to eat. Yeah, like <laughs> nine AM I'm like nine AM West Coast time or whatever. All right. Okay. And so I go through all these checks, you know, ankles, knee, because it's a separate entity when it comes as far as like their doctors, what they've discovered, yeah, it's a and with the bills. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm in there. I'm doing all that stuff. I'll never forget his name. His name is Joe. Great beard. Nice guy. Wait, black, so you had, black. The, the,
2: the, you had the Raiders physical team inside the hospital doing these checks?
1: Yeah. So it's it's like their team. Oh. Yeah, you yay. have to. It's because like if we if we traded for sean and you know we're the we we're the lakers and they're the, yeah we have to know you're right. telling us one thing but, but that's like, bullshit right, but right. we have to know right okay you know so i go through like my entire checks with them i do all that stuff and then they take me to the facility so now i go to the facility they're kind of showing me around i'm like oh this is really cool this is nice it was a little different from what i was used to but like this is where you're going to be you know the locker room this is where you're going to be eating these things like that they're like okay let's take you upstairs let's meet the coaching staff so i'm like okay cool I go upstairs and meet Edgar Bennett, great wide receivers coach, Packers legend, really cool guy. Um, we start going over the playbook immediately. <laughs> so, like, he's introducing me to, like, formations. He's like, hey, this is what this means. This, this is about 10 a.m. right now. <laughs> this is what this means. This is what this means. And, like, we get through an hour and a half, maybe, like, two hours of, like, install. And he looks at me and he's like, are you okay, man? And I said, uh, Coach Bennett, um, I haven't eaten since last night. And he was like, "Man, let's go get you some food. I'm so sorry. Like, let's go get you." So I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, let's get yeah, you yeah. a bag of peanuts." Kid. No, because, <laughs> because it wasn't his fault. Like, he he didn't he didn't know. Yeah, like, yeah. it was just like he hey, didn't bro, understood. I've been in the
2: that, hospital all morning. Can I get a McChicken or <laughs> yeah, something, bro? Like, what's up?
1: <laughs> so he, he takes me downstairs. I go eat. Uh, I come back upstairs. I'm like, so "You at the Raiders facility?" At this Yeah, point. I'm at the Raiders okay. facility at this point. I I come back upstairs. I'm ready to like continuing learning and then I hear is that Zay Jones and it was John Gruden yeah so John Gruden bends the corner he comes in the room bloodshot eyes like of course. bright red I'm like I'm like hey coach how are you he's like fired, up all night waiting for you fired up to meet you man yep. how the hell are you you know yep. so like a lot of energy from him and I was like are you good coach like how you been he's like I'm so excited like He's like, I've been watching film since 3 a.m. this morning. I promise yeah. you it's going to be amazing. We've got a great system here for you. you learn these plays. You're going to meet me out on the grass, and we're going to go through some calls. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go through uh, my rest of my studies with my receivers coach. We hit the grass. We go outside. Now it's our offensive coordinator. It's Gruden, and uh, I think the assistant receivers coach at the time. We start going through. None of the team is there. No, none of the team is there. All right. Um, This is on an off day. So we go outside, and Gruden starts quizzing me with plays. Punch right, rotate, da 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 da. Oh man, listing plays, but Hmm. I'm killing it because I know it. You know, I'm I'm pretty good at retaining information and and soaking in plays. I've been around plays. Do you have to memorize? Dude, these were, I, I I kid you not, like, this was maybe 100 plays that we went What? Through. Yeah. I believe Holy that. Holy crap. So, we, we, oh, you just... got
2: to see the books that they get. Yeah. I mean, they're fucking textbooks.
1: And you got to memorize all of them? So, some just one play could have a lot of variations of a play. Okay. That, that would take me another 20-minute conversation. But for the sake of the podcast, like, just, just know that, like, A, B, and C can also connect to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like, there's just a lot of moving parts okay. to it. And someone in my position who's been... Um, Rated as a person who has a lot of versatility, versatility playing. X, you have to learn those Z, routes because basically,
2: F. basically when when the quarterback concepts. throws, yeah, he doesn't know that you're running. He just knows that at that point there's going to be one person right there, and right. that's where you got to
1: be. Yeah, it's, it's concepts. It's basically be where you're supposed to be when right. you're supposed to be there, right? And how you're supposed to get
2: there. You break left instead of break right. Yeah, interception.
1: So Gruden, <laughs> Gruden was really, really impressed. He was like, he was like. Basically, bro, if I did a hundred plays, they got like a ninety-seven. Wow, and he was, he was stunned, and he was like, "You're one of the smartest guys I met." He's like, "I don't know why Buffalo let you go, but like, we got a game against uh, Green Bay and Lambo this week. We want you to play." Mm. So I'm like, "Okay, like three really, days to learn the playbook. Basically. I really gotta, <laughs> I really gotta get on my stuff." I did Holy not, shit. En- I did not end up playing that week, but I played the following week against Houston, and like that transition was so much because I saw the business aspect of it. Um, I saw like personally what you have to do as a as a human um i say this all the time to guys coming from college i'm like they help you transition from college to nfl as a football player but you gotta have that business. transition as a, as a person yep. and as business as well right well, yeah and so there's there's just that gap some guys have it better than others and some guys learn and i, I was one like who it, learned it's yeah.
2: definitely one of those things where you have to build a, a um you know a good team around you as well yeah. you know and, yeah. and guys like um some of the guys that i know and that i've grown up with and it's funny to see the transition because you know you play f- football with these guys pop warner you know mm-hmm. since high school and then all of a sudden now they're getting multi-million dollar contracts nobody's really telling them what to do with any of this money except mm. for everybody around them that's coming out with a handout right you know? and at the end of the day it's tough to really decipher who has your best interest for you and sure. who can really you know help yeah you grow and a lot progress. of athletes go broke right Dude, I I think it's like 80%, eighty percent. What eighty percent after? Whoa! I, I think it's eighty percent after three years of play or something like that. That's crazy. Go broke. Some some crazy statistic. I, I, wow. Again, we have to look it up, but sure. Yeah. I, I do know that is astronomically high, especially for the amount of money these people yeah. going through. But
0: what are the rookie contracts like in the NFL? It just depends on where you're drafted. Okay. I mean,
1: yeah. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll ask an easier one. How about this? So, we'll, we'll wrap up on this one. In, in your opinion. What has been one of the best ways that you've learned how to progress not just yourself as a person, but as a personal brand and how to really, I guess, block out the we'll we'll say we'll block out the bullshit and and kind of focus on like what you said, the gameplay, you and how to really progress
1: in life. Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I could attack this from multiple facets. I, I would say this first and foremost, the best way to brand yourself uh, on the field is to simply play well right? right? and things come to you. Um, there are some guys who I consider to be, they have natural personas of, you know, what media might like and gravitate towards. And they're also great players. So it goes hand in hand and it helps sure. them. Awesome. But there's so a lot of guys in this league though, that are phenomenal players, but maybe are not as marketable because of where they're at yeah. or because of a situation. Shout out Marshawn. And so, when people, when people ask me, like, who's the best receivers in the league, it's very hard to say, like, who's actually top this and top that because I think across the board, to be even 1,696, which is how many players in the NFL, to be a part of that group in the elite category of receivers, You're still elite. to have a starting job, it's very impressive if you right. think about it. And so marketing yourself is like, yeah, bro, if you can dance and you can do all the whole TikTok thing, all right, cool, whatever. Like, <laughs> It's not personally me uh, if you're a guy who is well connected and you know people and they can put your face on something if you make a spectacular play during the right time and front of the right people they might duh. come at you with something oh duh if' you're, if your agency is just a freaking powerhouse and they are so well connected they might move you into it and so like what I've noticed for myself is I'd rather spend my time. In my craft, trying to be as best as I can, enjoying what I love to do because I know my window of time is short. Exactly. Becoming famous to me is not the most prominent thing. Mm. I'd be lying if I said that it's not cool. Like, sure, yeah, people knowing you, but that's not. That's a
2: great point. It's not the goal. The goal is not to be famous. Being famous doesn't pay the fucking bills. It's not. It's to be successful and be wealthy and have a a great life and have a great quality of life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, quality of life is great. I don't. I don't hate on people or like if you're popping in the league and your face is everywhere. Good for you. Because, like, hopefully you have great people around you that you trust and are helping you manage that, so it helps your longevity. Right, progress. After football. Right. For me, like, I simply enjoy playing the game. The money is great. I'm not going to be one of those people who is like, I don't enjoy getting paid. Yes, sure. I do. But I want to win, and I want to be, like, looking back at my career, I gave it all I had, and this is what I did. And you right. had fucking fun doing it. And I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Had and a so, blast. I mean, I could talk about different guys and stuff, but like that's kind of just, you know, my perspective on like marketing in the game and yeah. playing the best the best way to market yourself, play well. I love that.
2: That's great, man. That's like I think that's a great spot to end it on. Say tell tell people where they can find you, what's the best route for people to follow up on what you got going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> It would be my Instagram, at Zay, Z-A-Y. Um, it's a fire I, handle. Yeah. <laughs> Z-A-Y. Three letters.
2: Yo, no, I'm just saying, listen, if you ever do retire from the league and you need a little paycheck, I'm pretty sure Sean can help you fit you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. we're going to be easy. talking more. We're going to be talking yeah.
1: more. But, you know, uh, my guy, Eric, uh, Eric Fawn, actually is here with me. He's outside. I'm wearing his hoodie right now. Uh, Efon 9 I believe, is his All handle. Yeah. I like he does a lot of really cool stuff. Shout yeah. out Chef Jones. Uh, my chef is here somewhere. Chef? Everybody's can you hear out. me? Yeah, yeah, he's back there. We them got... Joneses.
2: I love Chef. You he can walked find... in with a whole team. I'm telling you, the guy's got an entourage like
1: Floyd. Dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The best thing I could have did for myself was to find genuine people um, who I love and care about and put them around me. And we all try to build together mm, and, That's beautiful and if for like god forbid whatever if i go go broke with these people at least i know i have people that have my back and love me instead of Facts. giving my money to someone who who generally just doesn't care for me so yeah i got my brother shout out levi shout out caleb my parents love them my three sisters my, my team of people here and uh shout out the jags man we're gonna do big things I'm excited for the shout well, most well, humble
0: guys
2: I think we've had on the show
0: man today I
2: appreciate the time Sean tell them where they can find you Sean Mike Kelly and I'm Ari gold guys thanks again for joining us enjoy peace appreciate it